Welcome all you Plus Two Comedy Modifiers to another episode of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. Thank you so much for joining me. And before we get to our fantastic episode with wrestler Craven Varro, I gotta tell you about some of our upcoming shows. As you may have heard from previous episodes, we will be heading back to ZenkaiCon in the Lancaster Convention Center, and we are going to be there March 27th and 28th. Uh, we will be doing stand-up comedy, and we will be doing Beyond the Tentacle. Ooh. We have not decided which version of Beyond the Tentacle we are going to be doing. So, I don't know. Send us an email and ask and tell us which one we should be doing. Uh, give ahead and send it on over to plus2comedy at gmail.com. We'll take your recommendations. I don't know. We did four of them. We'll do whichever one you guys want us to do. Uh, also, we are heading over to Castle Point Anime Convention in Hoboken, New Jersey. There we'll be doing stand-up, dirty video game lies, and this very podcast. So be sure to bring your prizes and head out to that. And I can finally announce this. On May 15th through the 17th, we are returning to Provincetown, Massachusetts for Nauticon. Yes, we actually did this very podcast, one of our favorite episodes with Chuck Huber at Nauticon. So thank you so much for bringing us back, Nauticon, and we hope to see all of you there. It is 21 plus, so if you are 21 or over, please go to nauticons.com and get your tickets now. And this episode of the Plus Two County Podcast is brought to you by Amazon. Please click the link below and give Amazon Prime a try. By signing up for Amazon Prime, you get a bunch of discounts and shipping, and you support the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. So, go ahead, sign up. Thank you so much. And if you would like to be a sponsor of the Plus Two Comedy Podcast, go ahead and send us an email, plus2comedy at gmail.com, and uh, we'll hook you up. We're really nice people like that. And without any further ado, please take it away, Kirby Crackle. We're on the road, we're going home, to the place where wild nerds roam, with pretty girls and dudes and kids, going to cons is our Who's ready for a podcast? <laughs> no one. Awesome. Who's here to do other things is currently being annoyed by a podcast? Liars. <laughs> well, yeah, I think that we should just take that on, on Facebook. Have not introduced you yet. I know you You're haven't ruined the show. Uh, I'm ruining the show. This is the Plus Two Comedy Podcast. I am your host, as always, TV's Noah Houlihan. I am joined unusually by the host of Breaking Badicek, Mr. Derek Badicek. How you doing, Derek? Oh, hello. What's up, podcast? Yeah, thank you. Yes, thank you. Thank you. Yes, how are you today, Noah? This isn't your show. I don't add applause. That's it, folks. That's okay. So that's just going to hey, sound if we weird. didn't do it. Uh, but how are you doing? I'm doing all right. I'm uh, happy to be here, buddy. Excellent. I always love coming back. Our guest this week is a wrestler on the Pro Wrestling Syndicate. Please give it up for Craven Varro. What thunderous applause. <laughs> yes, it was quite thunderous. Craven, thank you so much for, for being here. Oh, thank you for having me on, man. It's a pleasure. Yes, I'm glad that the, the wrestler curse has continued, <laughs> and the shows are always weird whenever I have a wrestler on. It's because I love wrestling so, so much. So, Craven, how long have you been wrestling? 
about two and a half years ago, I started at the Pro Wrestling Syndicate School in Rahway, New Jersey, training with Pat Buck, and uh, I haven't looked back since. <laughs> Excellent. And so you've only been wrestling for two and a half years, and you've already hold, held titles. Uh, yeah, about... Uh, Try to think. It was a little over a year, close to a year and a half uh, into my career. I won uh, the Pro Wrestling Syndicate Suicidal Six Way Championship, and I was actually the first person to win the title. Uh, I had been in more Suicidal Six Ways than anyone in company history, but had never won one. Um, so it was uh, amazing to to have that honor to be the first champion. And uh, you know, speaking of championships, now at the uh, the next show, I have the opportunity to become a tag team champion. So I uh, feel very uh, very fortunate with that. Oh, before we get into that, you can't just skim over Suicide yeah. Six Way. I I oh, just throw it like, in the you're title. Like, stuff. Well, I didn't win one of those. I'm like, really? Because they sound so easy to win. <laughs> it's called a Suicidal Six Way. Regretting this immediately. What is that? What is that? Uh, basically, kind of what it sounds like, man. It's six guys every right, man wait, for wait, himself. Wait, no, wait, you no, just, no. It's kind of what it sounds like? Yeah. Then, then let's guess. Let's guess. I'm okay. going to assume that it's six guys locked in separate rooms attacking themselves. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I am going to guess that it is six guys who are really depressed... And some of them have placebos, and some of them have Lexapros. Okay, this okay. is good. This is good. How close were we, Craven? Uh, uh, a little, a little far off with that one. But, uh, I, was, I was closer, right? But yes, yes, you were closer. I have a feeling I'd be great at that match. <laughs> but uh, I mean, yeah, it's it's very similar to uh, j- just the idea of certain types of wrestlers, you know, excelling in a certain environment, you know. Uh, Kind of similar to how Impact Wrestling has uh, this the X Division Championship, where before I know for a while I, I don't really follow the product too heavily anymore. Right. But I know for a while it was just people wrestled a certain style, and then it was more of a cruiserweight championship. I'm not sure where they, they stand with they that actually, now. Uh, they, didn't they have something where for a while it was it wasn't about weight limits; it was about no limits. Like, exactly. No limits. Yeah, they yes. talked about how the cruiserweight thing, and they made a point of saying like, "No, that's not what it is." And Kevin Nash had it briefly. Yes, yes, he did. Right, I'm, I'm Correct in that, right? Yes, yes, you okay, are. Okay, good because I don't, I, I don't know if it's better or worse that I know that. I will say that after that uh, description, I know less about what that title is. <laughs> All right, yeah. So definitely so let how me does explain. One win the belt. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely let me explain. It's uh, every I match. Love to every match is six competitors. There's okay. no one-on-one matches, no four. It's always six competitors. That's why it's a, there's a six in it. Okay. Exactly. Right, cool. Every man for himself. Uh, first person to get a pinfall or submission wins. And, uh, I mean, that's, that's basically it, man. It's, it's just mayhem the whole time. You know? Wait, so that's one fall? One fall. First person to get the pin or submission wins. Okay. Six guys? Yeah. That's it's, exactly what makes it hard because you could hit your finisher, think you're going going to win the match, and somebody breaks it up, starts drilling you with moves. I mean, it sounds exciting to watch. It just sounds unusual to watch. That's but that's not that. That's a bad thing, you know. Oh, exactly. Nothing I like mean, watching what? six guys. Am I right? Am I right, <laughs> Noah? Derek elbowed me all through that. Just so you guys know. So, so uh, but you, do you ta- oh, do you tag boy. in and out, or is it just mayhem? Uh, it's kind of lucha rules where whoever is in the ring is legal. Um, okay. A, a lot of times in the beginning, it'll just start off with two guys and everyone else will kind of hang back and, and wait for the moment to jump in. But uh, they're always very exciting matches. And uh, the reason they wanted to... The, the Suicidal Six-Way was uh, a staple for PWS shows. Okay. Every PWS show had a Suicidal Six-Way match. Mm-hmm. So then they eventually changed... Uh, the PWS Tri-State title into the PWS Suicidal Six-Way Championship and made a championship out of it because what company has anything else like that? <laughs> None. <laughs> uh, for some reason, I... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> so, so now you're in the, the tag team division as part of Reality Check, correct? Yes. 
is that a Piper reference? Or is that or an allusion to Piper? Uh, no, I mean, the Piper, yeah, used to have the, uh, the reality check shirts. I kind of always thought of that when I got in the company. Wait, wait, uh, that, that's not an homage to Rowdy Piper? Not that I know then of. I'm, I mean, you, that, that would be a better question for Kevin Matthews, but... Because uh, then I'm I mean, pretty sure he could sue you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, call it an homage now. Try that again. <laughs> is that an homage to Roddy Piper there, Craven? Oh, of course. All credit to Roddy. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you mark that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, point. I mean, uh, Reality Check is kind of, uh, you know, the, the slogan is, is live the gimmick. And it's all people that, uh, they're, when you see them, they're themselves. Right. You know, it's not, uh, everything you see about Reality Check is very real. When you talk to us as people, when you see us in the ring, when you see the things we post on social media, we're all, uh, you know, just pretty real dudes. You know, there's not, like Starman from PWS wouldn't fit in Reality Check because he's Starman. He's an over-the-top character. Reality Check is very grounded. All right, so it's like not way out there gimmicks? Right, right. Okay, that's... That makes sense. That's I mean, a company as a whole, PWS, has a, a lot of very colorful gimmicks. So yeah. Reality Check kind of stands right. out in the company because it's a, a group of wrestlers with no gimmick. They're just themselves. Can I ask, gotcha. can I ask a question? Okay, cool. Can I ask a question? Sure, yes. Um, I, have you, Craven, have you wanted to be a wrestler since you were a kid? Oh, absolutely. Okay, so did I. Now, uh, <laughs> half of us ended up doing it. Um, when you were a kid, that's math, you... No, that's totally accurate because I'm kind of a wrestler. So it is exactly that's, one half of us no, right now. No, please, please so, try okay. and ask a question here. Um, when you were a kid, did you come up with gimmicks to be when you were an adult, and then as you got older, realized they were stupid? <laughs> um, I don't think I came up with gimmicks to have when I was an adult, but I always came up with a ton of gimmicks because I had my whole, you know, little trampoline wrestling league with me and all my buddies, oh, yeah. like I'm sure many That's of important. us did. Yes. Exactly. Yes, I did. But uh, there's only a few of us, and we would, you know, put together whole cards and mm-hmm. stables, so... Every match would just be the same guys kind of wrestling but playing different characters. Yep. And uh, I, I remember when I, when I started wrestling school, actually as a joke, I pitched one of those characters to Pat Buck, my trainer, acting like I really wanted to do it. And the character was the intimate warrior. And uh, <laughs> I, I love this idea so far. <laughs> it's basically like a, a combination between the Ultimate Warrior and like '90s Goldust. Oh, there's no part of that I didn't like. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, Just imagine super intensely. Right. I mean, imagine the Ultimate Warrior, but it's like, like ah, the Ultimate ah. Warrior in the same gear, but like really skinny and really gay. And, and rubbing himself exactly instead of shaking the ropes, uh, you know, stalling a little too long when you go for maybe a German suplex or a power bomb <laughs> or a tombstone pile driver, maybe a little thrusts with the tombstone, you know. Yeah, maybe it just runs his hand through your hair when he puts you in the headlock. You know, oh, exactly, exactly. By the way, you remember WrestleMania? I think it was, what was it six Hogan? No, no, no. We're Hogan. not done talking about Quick the Intimate Warrior. <laughs> I'm just saying half that match was headlock. I don't know if anybody ever noticed. That, that. is true. All right, but, but why didn't you do it then? Because this is a fantastic character. <laughs> um, it's better than any of mine. One of mine was a plumber. I did, honestly, and he would hit you with a plunger. It's a good character. Uh, I mean, honestly, no, as I got older, I, I got much more into, uh, you know, serious wrestling. I watched a lot of Japanese wrestling. Okay. A, a lot of strong style stuff. I grew up as a martial artist. Uh, taekwondo, Hapkido, MMA. I trained in judo with Dan Severn. Um, Wait, whoa. whoa you, go whoa, back, go back. Whoa, whoa. Go back to the beast. <laughs> yeah, man. I, uh... I actually have a certificate of martial arts excellence signed to me from Dan Severn. Dan the Beast Severn? Yes, sir. With the mustache? 
with excellent mustache. I know, right? That Possibly is... the best mustache ever because it can kill people. I, he found a way to be intimidating with a mustache. <laughs> That's yeah, talent I can't even describe. No, he, found the, he found a way to be intimidating in the right way with a mustache. Yeah, I know. It wasn't like Rick Rude. That's a good point. <laughs> or, you know, like your random you know, neighborhood pedophile. He's intimidating in the wrong way with that mustache. Yeah. <laughs> but still intimidating. That's yeah. I, I still, intimidating nonetheless. I still more, wouldn't let my kids around Dan Severn. I just want to throw oh, that yeah, out there. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It wouldn't be anything personal. It'd just be like, look, I, you scare me. I don't know what you <laughs> need my kids to sleep tonight. Cra- Craven, you were bringing up, like, the best argument based on your training to bring back the bra for all. Because mm-hmm. I would love to see more shoot fights between wrestlers. You want to see the brawl for all back? You know, it's uh, it's my favorite horrible thing. Oh, okay. Well, I understand. Uh, you had an argument to bring that back? No, no, no. Uh, I think that was just a little commentary on his part, right? But uh, that's <laughs> uh, it, it's funny you mentioned that because we do that in PWS training sometimes. Because our oh, trainer really? Pat Buck is uh, you know, also a legit martial artist, does taekwondo. And there's some days where like, all right, today's shoot day. You're just gonna kick kick the crap out of each other. And uh, that's one of my favorite days of training when we do shoot day. <laughs> I, I I would probably call in sick on shoot day. Yeah, I would I, never make it in on shoot day. <laughs> I would be I would I would use shoot day to call out of other things though. I'd be like, yeah, I can't come in. It's uh, shoot day, and then just hang up really fast. <laughs> and I let them figure that one out. <laughs> yeah. What do we got here to watch today? Oh, look, brawl for all on the DVD. There. Did they ever release that on DVD? I I hope not. It yeah, me horrible. too. Actually, I think they just want to forget about Brawl for All. Wait, who, you know? who won that though? Bart Gunn. Bart, Bart Gunn. Gunn. And Bart it, Gunn won that. Okay. It resulted in my absolute favorite WrestleMania match, where he fought <laughs> Butterbean, and it was like, all right, oh, th- and Butterbean killed killed him. him. He murdered him. Because it's Butterbean. What are you doing, Bart Gunn? It's you like, like, aren't I, supposed to do this. Bar, Bart Gunn beat a bunch of guys who wrestle, and this is not their forte. He beat a bunch of guys who don't do what Butterbean does. Yeah. That's what he did. And he's like, oh, okay, so I knocked out bodacious Bob Holly. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure I could take Butterbean. Right. Whose idea was that, man? That that must have been like a rib, you know what I mean? Like, oh, yeah, we're going to have him win, feel real tough, then we're going to feed him to Butterbean. <laughs> like Jim Cornette's in the back like, hey, hey I'm getting Butterbean for WrestleMania. Think Bart will do it? And like, Jim, <laughs> no, he'll never do this. Yeah, you know, it's funny you actually bring that up because when I was training with Dan Severn, I asked him why he didn't do Brawl for All. And he, yeah. he was saying that like... No, they, d- I, they didn't let him. No, they no, didn't. No, he did. He did it. And then he dropped out. Yeah. Yeah, because they realized that he was going to, and I didn't remember that he had started it. So I asked him, like, yeah. what, man, why didn't you do Brawl for All? And he said the same thing, like, oh, no, I started it, but they, they forced me out because they knew I was just going to murder everyone. <laughs> and it wouldn't have even been fair. And that's true. It wouldn't be fair. I mean, back when he was the three-time UFC champion, there was no rules. Throw two guys oh, yeah, in a cage like, and have them fight. I yes. remember, he can kill anyone. I like. remember when, when he came in to, to the WWF at the time, they actually showed a clip from him and Shamrock back when UFC mm-hmm. actually didn't have any rules. Yeah. And I remember thinking like, oh my God, this is the real way to do this? Because mm-hmm. that's <laughs> awful. I'm that taking like this any day. The, the most beautiful German suplex I've ever seen was Dan Severin in a UFC match. Oh, and it yeah, looks man. so painful. No, I remember because it's like, it's almost like in their UFC fight, you see the refs like might as well be smoking a cigarette at one point. Like he's standing there watching them. And it's just, and Shamrock is just, I don't know the terminology. He's got him at like, uh, Severn has Shamrock in a headlock and Shamrock is bleeding. And Shamrock is just like swinging ferociously at Severn's head and they're all connecting and you could tell they're hurting Severn but they're just both so in pain at this point that like Severn's not moving while he gets hurt and Shamrock's not moving while he gets hurt and the refs just look at him like uh, 
do you want me to? And they're like, no, 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 no. This is good. This is great. Let them go ahead and settle it. They'll run out of steam soon. (laughs) And the ref's like, I don't think they will. (laughs) They're going to die. (laughs) We don't have rounds. Look at this. They... Yeah, man. No, I, I hear you, man. It's uh, I ran out of words. <laughs> it's a, it, it's definitely a, a you know com- actual competitive fighting. Whether you fight in taekwondo tournaments, judo tournaments, any discipline you can imagine, MMA. It's a it's a tough sport, man. Yeah. It's, why aren't they using their words? That's what I want to know. <laughs> we need more diplomacy in these things. I agree. I agree. That's but, why I like professional wrestling. Most of it is words. And getting back to that, you have a big show coming up on the twenty first, correct? Absolutely. What else is on this show? Man, I mean, we run a show every month in Rahway, New Jersey. But Mick Foley's on this show, right? Yeah, yeah. For uh, for the second time recently, he was actually uh, in my match in November. Uh, it was myself, the rest of Reality Check, and the drunkest swashbuckler against Brian Myers, the former WWE's Kurt Hawkins, um, and people that I've been uh, in a rivalry with all year, Fala and the Heavenly Bodies. And uh, the Insane Clown Posse came out. And made Mick Foley the special guest enforcer for our match. Why do the insane clown posse have any power? Yeah, why do they, they were have the... any any clout? Wait, wait a minute. They were the guest commissioners for uh, that particular show in November. <laughs> why would you give the insane clown posse power? They once elbowed the wrong guy. <laughs> they did. They did. Oh, I know God. you guys probably remember that. Yeah. I don't think anybody on the internet does. Oh, God. It was, what's his name? It was Earthquake, but with yeah. the thing on. You know, you know, internet. Look it up, you, you people. You'll figure that out eventually. But please tell me what's on the show on the twenty first. Oh man, it's uh, like you said. We have Mick Foley, uh, Superfly Jimmy Snuka, and uh, EC three from Impactor right. making appearances. Superfly Snuka's on it. Yeah, yeah, Superfly. The fir- first wrestler I ever got an autograph from, Jimmy Superfly Snuka, came into my mom's bar. My mom was like, oh, my, my son likes you. Get, give me your autograph. Uh, then, you know, most PWS shows, we have a uh, kind of like a specialty attraction match, you know? And this show is a, a hell of an attraction match. It's Jushin Thunder Liger against Colt Cabana. That's insanity. Who would have the- thought of that kind of match other than Peter? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Where else could you see that? Um, and, uh, everyone's looking forward to that. Uh Fala Ba recently won the PWS Championship. He's defending the title against the leader of Reality Check, Kevin Matthews. Uh, the Suicidal Six-Way title match. Uh, Bobby Wayward, the new Suicidal Six-Way champion, is defending his championship against Johnny Hal. Uh, PJ Black, formerly known as Justin Gabriel in the WWE. Shinra got out there quick. <laughs> oh, uh, PWS immediately signed Justin Gabriel the day he left WWE. That's great. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm so glad he's getting out there again. All right, you guys are going to hate me. Give me who Justin Gabriel was again. He could do the 450 splash in Nexus. Oh, right. Yeah, he came oh, up he in was Nexus. good. He's great. Yeah. Oh, dude, he fits in the Suicidal Six-Way matches perfect, man. Yeah. He came up with Nexus. He was the high flyer. Then he was tag champs. Uh, and then, you know, he hasn't really done much since. It's great to see him actually getting in there and, and wrestling yeah. and kicking ass. So it's, it's awesome having Justin Gabriel now going under his original name, PJ Black, in Pro Wrestling Syndicate. Uh, and also in that match, grounding out the six competitors, is uh, the lifeguard Mike Dell with his uh, manager, another recent PWS signee, Ashley Massaro former Playboy cover girl, WWE Diva. Um, And then for the PWS Tag Team Championship, the handicapped heroes are defending their championships against the Reynolds brothers, the Aesthetic Enterprise, and myself and my tag team partner, Devin Moore, in Reality Check. Now, now just just if I'm remembering this correctly, it's Zach Gowan, who has one leg. Yes. And the other guy is deaf? Gregory Iron, yes, cerebral palsy. Oh. Oh, what? And their manager, Hush Holiday, is deaf. Wait a minute. No, hold on a second. Hold on a second. 
I'm all. I want to make sure this is clear for the internet. I am all for these people should be able to do this, but what, I would think that cerebral palsy. Like I yeah. have cousins with that. Wouldn't that really? Um, we have a surprise. Slow down guest. your ability. Yeah, it's interesting, man. Because you know, like uh, most people with cerebral palsy, kind of has like the. Uh, you know, like the slightly gimpy arm yeah. when he walks around. But That's the- just impressive that he's a wrestler. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just still taking a back. Yeah, yeah no, so dude. It, it, they're one of the most impressive tag teams you'll ever see. An amazing cruiserweight tag team, and it's like neither of their handicaps even affect them in the ring. Yeah, mm-hmm. Because, I mean, I've seen Zach Gowan on TV. So, like, I've seen him wrestle. But, you know, and uh, as if... I like how in this scenario, not having a leg doesn't seem that bad as a wrestler. Like, yeah. in my head, I'm thinking, well, that can't be nearly as hard as... And now I'm mad at Zach Gowen. Because I'm like, you liar. That's not that hard. Your partner has palsy, dude. Come on, pull your weight around here. Yeah, man, they're a, they're an amazing tag team. Anyone listening to this, if, if you don't... I, if you're a wrestling fan, you probably know who Zach Gowan is. Uh, if you don't, look him up. If you don't know who Gregory Iron is, look the guy up. Just a great guy, great wrestler. Uh, we can't wait to get in the ring with those guys. We actually, yeah. we we were right there to shake their hands when they won the PWS Tag Team Championships. They straight up told them, like, we can't wait to get in the ring with you guys. Excellent. So that's going to be amazing. Uh, and where's the show? Uh, Rahway, New Jersey. The show is always in the Rahway Rec Center. Um, well, every month we have a monthly show in the Rahway Rec Center, and then we will occasionally have shows outside the Rec Center. Okay, I like that you said always, and then had to retract it you were well, because you were afraid it was we running. We just constantly. started adding shows other than our monthly shows. Okay, like March is the first month we have a show, March sixth, outside of the rec center, but that doesn't change our monthly March show in the rec center. Gotcha. So we still have a show in the rec center every month, but we'll occasionally now do shows outside the rec center. Gotcha, gotcha. Right, right. So I mean, then routing out the card, we have a uh, former PWS champion, uh, the Bariqua Beast Dan Moff, is wrestling Bonesaw in a grudge match. We what? have uh, no, no, no. Bonesaw McGraw. <laughs> from I mean, Spider-Man? Actually, yeah, that, that's where... It's uh, not even the macho man Randy Savage, which would have been very impressive at this point. <laughs> it's it's his fictional character he plays. It's, is that like when they had Kane be New Diesel for like two days? It's similar. Okay. Yeah, man. Now, I mean, you uh, as Craven have to start a feud with Bonesaw. Yeah. <laughs> oh, dude, exactly. Two Spider-Man villains. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And but, then uh, Spider-Man can show up. Yeah, or our Spider-Man, Star-Man, can get into the mix. So... Uh, <laughs> Yeah, man, like I said, PWS is very big on uh, gimmicks and taking gimmicks that people grew up loving that weren't real gimmicks in wrestling. That's something that PWS is great at. Like, Starman was in the NES just pro wrestling game. And he was like, everyone's... It's that, Starman, right. And then Bonesaw was just a character in Spider-Man. We made him a real wrestler, and the guy who... Bonesaw looks exactly like the Randy Savage Bonesaw, too. It's it's great. So, wait a minute. You have people who play fictional characters taking it from other fictional characters? Yeah. That sounds awesome. We have a, we have a <laughs> Little I Mac. I don't know why. We have a Little Mac in the company because no one does anything like it. I love that's Little the, Mac. That's why PWS is becoming so big so fast, why we're on TV in the New York area now, why we just signed a deal to be on TV in the Philadelphia area. Oh, maybe, damn. Maybe I'll sell you my plumber gimmick that I had when I was a kid. <laughs> I'm sure that'll go over really well. His Seriously. name is Mario. Got... <laughs> <laughs> He's got a tag team partner that named Luigi. Luigi. They've got this manager, the princess. Yeah, great. Uh, they do have a slight drug problem, though. They always eat mushrooms before yeah. their matches. And then they hit people with sledgehammers. <laughs> we broke his Derek. Name... <laughs> I'm just going to turn your mic off. Because <laughs> you have the other guy from the NES game. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there we go. No, that was impressively funny, Noah. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you, sir. I really enjoyed that. You could cut out the past, like, minute of me laughing like a, like a stupid schoolgirl. So we're oh, going to get tickets for this? 
Uh, you can get tickets for it on uh, ProWrestlingSyndicate.com. Uh, you can buy them right online. Excellent, excellent. Uh, now, we like to also nerd out on this show, and we do it with a segment called What You Watching, What You Reading, What You Playing. It's where we talk about what we're watching and what we're reading and what we're playing. Craven, you're new to the group. What have you been watching lately? Uh, well, uh, a big show uh, for me that... Uh, not a lot of people I know watch Shameless. Do either of you watch Shameless? No, but no. I, you were the second person this week to tell this to me that I, I need to get into Shameless. Good things about it. It's but. William H Macy, right? Yeah, yeah. Shameless is amazing, and it's it's hard to explain to people to get have them get into it because it sounds so basic. But just the situations are amazing. You know, it's like a it's just this kind of white trash Irish family from the slums in in Chicago and what they do to survive in their everyday to day life. But it's it's hilarious and it's like it hits every emotion. It's right? funny, it's depressing, it's uplifting, it, it's every emotion you could think of it hits. It's such a well-written show. Yeah. It was a big show in England, and they, this is like the American version, similar to like The Office. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. yeah that was this English is just version. another stolen show for America. Right, right, but it's, it's incredible, man. Uh, hey, really, you know what, they gotta get over that we won the war, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. We won the war, we deserve the TV shows. I don't think that's how it works. That's the whole thing. Okay. Damn redcoats. I know what I'm doing, I've done this before, Okay. But, uh, yeah, I mean, I, like most people, uh, especially comic book fans, been watching The Walking Dead, of course. Oh. Yeah, there we go. I, I, but, all right. Hate it. I'm, I love every it. time. Every time The Walking Dead gets brought up around Noah, I love it because he just talks about how much he hates it, and I love every time. You know what, man? You have company because my girlfriend hates The Walking Dead as well. So it's, it's all right. Oh, it's so it's boring. Thank you. It's so boring. There's zombies everywhere. How can nothing be happening? Uh, the thing about on it, the show. The thing about it. I'm it, asking Craven. I know your story. All right. You know what? Go ahead. Thank you. Why Let's walking? We could dead. do this. Without, Why watch I'm trying. The Walking Dead? Well, for me, I mean, I always grew up a huge horror fan. Uh, George A. Romero films are some of my favorite, yeah. not even horror films, just films growing up in general. Absolutely. Love the George A. Romero stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually didn't start getting into reading The Walking Dead until after the show came. I, I actually didn't read the source mate- material beforehand. Mm-hmm. But um, I also found it interesting that, you know, like most people, I watched the first episode of The Walking Dead. And I kind of realized, like, you know, it took me a minute, like, wait, this is based on a book. So did uh, did uh, 28 Days Later rip off this intro? And then looked into right. it, like, yeah, the inspiration for the opening scene of 28 Days Later was the, the book, The Walking Dead. Right. Um, and then just kept watching it. And I understand where a lot of people don't get into it because um, it, it does drag along a bit if you're not into shows that are heavy on dialogue and uh, emotion and art and that kind of stuff. A lot of people want shows that are just kind of like great. Are you tits. calling me stupid? Because no, it kind of sounds like you're calling me no, stupid right all, now. No, not at all. I mean, if, you're like not, if you don't like words, I understand why you wouldn't <laughs> like this show. No, not at all. Certain people have not different Not a lot of bright of, colors. Different people have a different attention there's, span. There's a lot of, you know, they spend a lot of time writing this <laughs> right. one, Noah. Mm-hmm. You know, there's mm-hmm. a lot of acting involved. The writers actually know words, you know. No, no, no. But uh, See, this might uh, be a little too people... artistic for you, Noah. That's all. <laughs> a lot of people in our generation don't have the attention span that a lot of people did. But uh, I also paid attention to, uh, in, in high school, you just took a lot of media classes, um, you know, did a lot of script writing and, and tried my hand at that kind of stuff when I was younger. So uh, I also appreciate, like, the cinematic art of, of uh, Walking Dead. And I can just kind of get, like, sucked into something like that for an hour. Even the slower episodes, if there's, like, a reason behind it, I, I don't know. I can just get into it. See, 
that that's you actually touched on one of the things that I absolutely hate about Walking Dead, and that's when when Walking Dead went off the air after one of the seasons. So like ah oh, season finale, all right, and then they're like, and afterwards, stay stick around for the premiere of. Walking Dead in black and white. Yep. And they just showed it again without color and pretended it was a new show. Why? Wow, that's genius. Uh, they just showed it again in black and white? Yeah. yeah. Does anybody know what the Nielsens were for that? High. Br- high. Very I think high. you're just jealous of their business model, dude, yeah. because that's that's genius. It's it's like it's like the audience is the zombies, <laughs> and they can't figure out how to get away from the no, show. No, it's about like I think you don't you don't like it because it's depressing, right? That that is one of, one of my the reasons. Yeah, it's yeah, joyless. It's about the apocalypse, dude. Like, come I on. Know. I know, and you know what else is about the apocalypse? Uh, Last Man on Earth no, with Will Forte, and that looks hilarious. No, but let me tell you something. <laughs> it's like it's like uh, oh no, there's okay so. The infrastructure's collapsed, and there's dead people coming to eat us. Oh, well, let's have some ice cream. It sounds like that's what you want the show to be. That happens. He eats pudding on the roof. He it, does eat first a of lot all, of pudding on the roof. First of all, pudding is not ice cream. He must have the Second runs all, after that, Second of all, it's obvious man. you missed the entire point of that. Yeah. Oh, God. That was a giant <laughs> tub of pudding, and I, mean, I imagine he crapped in the woods for a week after that tub of chocolate pudding. See, I, yeah. would, I would totally give away where we were to the walkers, because the whole time I'd be doing Bill Cosby impressions afterwards to him. I'd be like, Carl, you ate the pudding. Like, I'd be doing that all the time. Because that's so much pudding. How can you not do that? Well, see, speaking of walkers... And- 126 ounces of pudding. Speaking of walkers and, and pudding and poop... Actually, nothing pudding about pudding. Just, just poop. Yes. Here's a here's an interesting question for you. Do zombies yeah. poop? Because they certainly eat a lot of people's, and uh, I'm unsure. I'm, I'm going to go no. Undead. So it just gets absorbed. They get, they get bloated. They get bloated, and then it just decays away. Right. It kind of just go, goes out of them in gas, which would add to the smell of a zombie. I'd imagine zombies don't poop. They must smell way worse than you even imagine. It's beyond rotting flesh. It's rotting flesh mixed with sore, mixed with diarrhea and everything. You know, I thought about this recently. Like, I, it never occurred to me how smelly the apocalypse must be. Oh, yeah. Because it's not only that, but, like, there's no more deodorant. Like, you know, like all these kinds of things. People Everybody's aren't brushing their teeth sweaty. and taking showers. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, like, how, how smelly the apocalypse must be. Uh, yeah, I smells. like how that's that's more of a put off for me than zombies are. It's like, it's, oh God, I just want to take a shower. The zombies, but I mean, it's got to be. It's yeah. got to smell something. Awful I need some out Colgate. There, right? Yeah, <laughs> some of that Colgate. Some of that. Uh... I imagine it smells similar to how I imagine India smelling. Because I've heard that India smells horrible. I've I'm heard pretty, that when you get I'm off a sure plane you just into called Indi- India, the setting for The Walking Dead, and I'm not sure that's okay. <laughs> oh man, I just got no, back I've from India. It smells from, like, like zombies. I know like two or three people that have gone to India, and they've all said that like, dude, once you get off the plane, like it just it smells different, and like it, it's not pleasant. Like you people get say that it. about Philly. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you don't know, you got to get away and then come back to Philly and be like, oh, what happened? Uh, I know, like, I know, I felt that way when I went to Florida. All right, we got to move on. Yeah. Tarek, what have you been watching? Can I do a quick two because one of them oh is my one God. you've seen? All right, <laughs> Jesus, dude, I'm just asking a question. Um, all right, something that you uh, you talked about a while back, but I have a comment to say on it. Uh, Mike Tyson Mysteries, has anybody seen it? Yeah. Oh, yes. oh, my God. Oh, my God. We should just end TV. We figured it out. <laughs> we No, seriously, we should create a new thing. Like, okay, we got that one. That's done. That show is like Breaking Bad times the Twilight Zone. <laughs> That is the greatest cinematic triumph 
ever to be put on the small screen. It is a, it's incredible. If you haven't watched, you need to watch. Now, Noah's talked about this before. You have, right? I have, I have. Okay, I talked, talked on this very show. This before, but it's essentially, it's sort of a, a pastiche, pastiche, or a, a word a word similar to that. On, uh, on I'm the one that doesn't know words. On uh, Hanna-Barbera cartoons like Scooby-Doo from the 70s and stuff. With Mike Tyson, voiced by Mike Tyson, uh, a pigeon voiced by Norm MacDonald, his adopted daughter, and, and a ghost. And the whole time, it's. I think you brought up how like it sounds like some of the jokes Mike Tyson doesn't really know are jokes. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Like, and there are some people who aren't really going to be smart enough to catch all the jokes in the script. And it kind of feels like one of those people is Mike Tyson. <laughs> so it's really weird. It's it makes you feel really weird because it's almost like you're like, wait a minute, are they making fun of Mike Tyson by doing yes. this? It is actually him in this. Yeah, well, my, my exact description is they they write a script for Mike Tyson. He attempts to read it, and then they bring in actors later to try to make a show out of whatever he mumbled. <laughs> right. And, and Norm Macdonald just voices a jerk. It's kind of like Shane's of when he was a death on Family Guy a right. long time ago, how he was just a smart Alec the whole time. Right. Like that whole thing. And uh, and he'll just they have to go to a chess tournament for some mystery. By the way, they never actually solve the mystery. No, no. I don't know if the anybody notices end. every single episode. They don't solve it. Things just get out of hand until they stop. Right. Like that's all that happens. And like at one point they have to go to a chess tournament to like solve a mystery. And uh, and Pigeon, which is Norm Macdonald's character, who is a pigeon, whose name is actually Richard. That's a plot point. Goes uh, spoilers. Goes, oh boy, I love chess. And then they go, really? I didn't know that. He goes, yeah, that's because it's a lie. Also, I love hanging out with you guys. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my god, that's incredible. It's just smart Alec Norm Macdonald in the same thing as Mike Tyson. Right. What more could anybody want? So this that's is fantastic. That's, show. That's what I've been, oh my god. Oh god. They should just. I hope it, get, it gets every Emmy as far as I'm concerned. All of it. It's a cartoon, whatever, sound, video effect, whatever. I don't, I don't care. Give it the right. Emmy. Oh, my. What, what, but you know what? That's not important. What have you been watching? I'm, I'm going to rip through mine really quick. Uh, I went to National Pro Wrestling Day and called the Jakara Show. And fantastic show. But the highlight to me was one of my favorite wrestlers, Mr. Jervis Cottonbelly, came out and had a match with Los Ice Creams. And the stipulations were high. If Los Ice Cream lost, they had to perform a scene from Romeo and Juliet. So, Los Ice Creams lost, and a Shakespeare chant started, and they brought out a princess. Wait, wait, wait. No, no, no. You said Shakespeare chant like it's a thing? Oh, Like yeah. you said, oh, and then a Shakespeare chant started, yeah. as if that's happened before. Well, it gets better. Oh, 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 do tell. They bring out a princess to, to, to enjoy the show, and Los Ice Creams, they, they speak Spanish, since Los is in their name. Whoa. Easy with the microphone. <laughs> I don't know. I, th- I think it was. I thought this mic was off. Oh, Oops! Well. <laughs> <laughs> You're just hogging all the microphones. I have but, all the microphones. No. L- Los Ice Cream attempts First to the do microphones next to the world. <laughs> attempts to do this uh, Romeo and Juliet scene, but since the princess looks like the girl from Snow from uh, Frozen, instead of saying the lines, he starts to sing. Do you want to build a snowman? <laughs> Half the crowd eats this up and starts chanting, "Build a snowman." 
while the other half is upset that Shakespeare is being ruined. So <laughs> it becomes a competitive chant of "Build a snowman, we want Shakespeare." Build us. It was it was a magical moment. <laughs> that's funny because that's something you would never expect to be a dueling chant. No, no, never. It was a Frozen versus Shakespeare chant at a wrestling show. You know what? If that promotion, if that promotion picked up on it, they should book the next match should be Frozen versus Shakespeare. You should have a guy as Shakespeare and a guy as what is. Frozen's a thing, right? Yeah. Well, I don't they think have, I've ever actually yeah, watched Pr- it. Princess Kimberly looks like Anna from Frozen. Oh, there you go. Just have, just do that. Yes. And and I saw Mike Quackenbush, and he says hi. So I, I thought I'd pass that along to you guys. Hi, Mike. <laughs> What's we'll, going on, Quack? <laughs> we'll pass it back to Craven. Craven, what you reading? Uh, right, lately I've been uh, catching up on... Uh, okay, so basically... I grew up a huge comic book fan, you know, when yep. I was a little kid. Unfortunately, uh, when I was about 20, I was one of those people who had their house burned down. Lost Me uh, too. Really? Yeah, I lost all my stuff in a fire. Yeah, same thing, man. And well, I, I just, didn't know any of that. Yeah, and you know how it is. It's like, oh, how do I even start rebuilding this? Yeah. All that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, like, I think when the New 52 kicked in is when, uh, you know, they did New 52 Marvel now. I was like, all right, you know what? They're rebooting everything. They're restarting everything. Now is the time to start rebuilding my comic book collection. Yeah. So uh, I kind of started, uh, you know, building all the new 52 stuff. And now is that point I've been getting where I've kind of been going back and reading stuff that I've... uh, I'd say I I maybe took a break from collecting comics maybe when I was like 15. Then my house burned down when I was 20. So like literally missed from I was 15 to like 25 of comic books. You missed a solid decade of comic A solid decade of comic books. So basically, I mean, I could... Name off all the books I've been reading. That would take forever. I've just <laughs> nah, kind of give me been one. Kept uh, uh, Spider Man. Spider Man. Definitely wanted to see what I. That's a blanket term, you... right? Well, I mean, because you and I were talking about uh, you and I were talking about like uh, growing up, like the Spider Man cartoon and all that kind of stuff oh, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. And uh, ten years of Spider Man, I was really interested to see what uh, Peter had been doing. So I've kind of just been, uh, you know, working here, grabbing random trades off the wall and. Uh, Pick it up on that. Um, like I said, the new stuff. Like uh, I just recently caught up on Batman Eternal. Did you, either you guys read Batman Eternal? I have not. I haven't. No. Batman Eternal is interesting because it's uh, it's kind of taking a place on a slightly different timeline than like some of the other books. Like Batman and Robin right now. Like Damian Wayne's back and he has like superpowers now. And um, right. but then in Batman Eternal, Batman's sidekick is Bluebird, who's like a chick who's uh, Robin's replacement. Um, okay. And Catwoman turned heel again. Okay, so uh, like she do. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Did you you just use a wrestling term for a supervillain? Oh, it's, yeah. it's all the same stuff. Man. Yeah, no, really I just is. like that. F- face and heel have gone. Remember mainstream when? Remember? Are they seriously? Uh, absolutely. Well, I didn't know that. Read Rem- TV tropes. Remember in Hush? I remember will. when Hush went? That's Harvey, what I read last week. <laughs> Harvey went back and forth between being face and heel a few times. Like Harvey's like, no, I'm a baby face now, and shot Hush, and is like, yep. yeah. So they all do the same thing. Catwoman's heel right now. She's pissed at Batman. So uh, she decided to run Gotham's Underworld, and uh, that's what uh, we're kind of where I'm at right now in Batman Eternal. Gotcha. And uh, but yeah, it's weird because in Batman Eternal you got Bluebird with Batman, and the Batman and Robin you got Damien back. So it's kind of assumed they are taking places at like slightly, you know, maybe a couple months apart. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. Cool. I dig it. Derek, what have you been reading? TV tropes. Have you? No. No, not at all. Uh, um, I read uh, interesting thing. It was a uh, you know. Uh, sci- science fiction stories like hard sci-fi stories from the 50s. Yes. I read one by Tom Godwin. It's called The Gulf Between. 
Uh, and uh, you know the famous album cover for Queen's News of the World with the giant robot on it? Yes. They did a whole Family Guy episode about it. Yes. It's the second time that show came up. Um, it's as, popular. Yeah, essentially, that's that, that picture was originally for this story. Okay. Um, that's how. That's the easiest way to identify it. And it's really mostly what it's about is how machines uh, can't replace humans because machines can't think for themselves. And there's a whole plot and all that nonsense. But what I'm really more focused on is how many things give away its age about this story. Okay. Like you could so t- it's so fifties thinking about the future. Like you ever you know how like something is from the past and they got the future they were way off. Yes. Like, yeah, yeah. There's like at one point like certain things are two fifties ish. Like, this one guy gets mad at his young assistant, his young female assistant, like a secretary. He goes, I'm going to give you a spanking. I'm like, jeez. Yeah. You can't do that. That's wrong on a few levels these days. And they're like, they didn't know how mankind would deal with space travel. Yeah. And how so spaceships didn't look like they thought it would. It looked like a giant bullet. Yep. (laughs) And, like, all these, like, totally way too 50s. Like it, and I, I thought that was so interesting, and that was the greatest part about it. I almost lost the story, and it turns out that it's really dark at the end. The whole time it switches narratives between what's happening and this one guy who is shooting into space at a violent Did speed. you ever give the title of what you're reading? Yeah, or did you I just... did do that. Okay, what was it? Uh, the Gulf Between. The Gulf Between, okay. Yeah. But my point is, it's it's really weird. It's like stepping into a time capsule when you read old stuff. See, like I that. do love that stuff because one of my favorite things is uh, the '80s future, and oh, it's yeah. like an '80. Whenever an from, '80s movie from... is in the future and everything runs off of MS DOS, I think it's hysterical. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll rip through this uh, mine real quick as well. Uh, has anybody read Preacher? I have before, not recently. I've always looked at Preacher and I've wanted to read it because for some reason I thought it was connected to Watchmen and it's not. And it is really hard for me to get into. Everyone's been recommending it to me, saying it's great. I find it nothing but confusing. I'm like a few issues deep and I just keep reading it going, do guns kill people? Because everyone's been shot and and no one really cares. Right. (laughs) Like... To explain preacher to people, it's people getting shot and then just letting it bleed. Like no one ever holds where they've been shot. It's just like ah, oh, damn. Almost, here's the thing: it almost sounds like a metaphor you were trying to make, but no, that's actually what no, happens. That is what happens. Right. So this is like when everybody gets shot and they just let it bleed. Like it sounds like you're trying to be like no, like, but it's not at all. You're just shot and bleeding. Like the one of the first time a gun is used. A dude loses his jaw. Like he gets shot in the face, and his jaw is gone. And he just kind of leaves his hands at his side and looks down at it like, huh, well, what happens now? Well, no. It's like, I, I, I would be more upset if I got shot in the face. Yeah, I'd be pretty <laughs> That's pissed. That's my thought on things. So I'm going to give it a try. I'm going to keep going. at any time go like, hey, now... You like they got with like a bullet in their like their sternum. Yes, yes. There's a time a guy gets shot in the eye and it blasts out of the back of his head, and then he says, "Well, what was that about?" I was like, what? "I don't understand what any of this Wait, means." Did he, did he die or he just survives? He's. I think he dies. 
Oh, you don't really know what I happens know. to him? Again. It's sort of like in, in like Sin City sometimes, in, like in the movies and even in the books, they'll show something fatal, but it doesn't actually kill the guy right away. I have yeah. no idea if guns kill people. That is my biggest question in reading Preacher, is do guns kill people? <laughs> I will have your answer no, next week here people on the Plus Kill, kill People. Kill okay. yeah, thank you. Craven, what are you playing? Uh, I know this is going to sound like a bit of a stereotypical answer, but uh, WWE 2K15. Uh, there's nothing wrong with that. How is it? I, I didn't pick up the new one because I've heard bad things. Um, there's a few things that are a little frustrating. Like, uh, they, you know, it's, it's the first game on next gen. Uh, right. I, I got it for Xbox One, and it's... Uh, I don't know, like, the chain wrestling's cool. They added to, like, the beginning of a match feels more realistic. Like, guys will, like, lock up, go for headlock takeovers and that kind of stuff. So oh, okay, cool. It's not like the match starts with a super kick, like, you know, in the old games. But, um... Does, so that, does every uh, match start with a 15-minute promo? <laughs> that would be really realistic. <laughs> every match starts with the authority coming out and yeah. Triple H... Uh, putting over Rollins and mm. the fans down. can't see him punk for no reason. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that'll be next year. That's the upgrades for next year. Oh, that sounds great. You need room for improvement year to year, you know. But no, no, no. Some of the things that are weird this year is like you can't create a diva this year. See, it, I've always felt like year after year they've been watering down the divas. Well, apparently what happened was is uh, 2K Sports took over for it and this is the second year and since they redid like all the graphics and everything for the uh for the almost like the the retooling of it for uh, next gen, uh, they changed the way the like the women's like hair and bodies move apparently, and uh, because like obviously like all right, with like the male wrestlers like their pecs aren't going to bounce when they run, where like women oh they've added you know I mean? jiggle fish right, so they kind of like retooled how like different Bad jiggling right yeah exactly, but like I guess they didn't figure out how to transfer that over into the the creator wrestlers so like they took no, that it, out no they know how they just know we will not use jiggles physics responsibly right right we're gonna create just everyone a, a new gear there and previously like a bar like when you create a wrestler for how much you can jiggle there there no, were no. games that had that oh were there yes uh uh bmxxx well, where really were these was, was a game 13? and also uh, uh uh dead or alive beach volleyball Really? Yes. And that has oh beach volleyball. Fitness. That makes sense. Beach volleyball. You gotta have yeah. a jiggle meter. I, I, but I believe also dead or alive. Just dead or alive. You could. You could just and, wait, and just, just jiggle. Just blah 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 blah. Ridiculous. <laughs> you get, the internet knows what you're that basically noise meant. If you're playing as a woman, me. you're basically picking if her boobs are real or fake or not. Yes. Like oh, like they move. They're real. Oh nope, they're rock hard and don't move at all. They're fake. <laughs> There's a that should be an direct option. proportional right. relationship between this game realness should and censor my creativity. I want them to jiggle, darn you. <laughs> and they're going to jiggle. I want my so, girl to have questionably real boobs. So they're going to jiggle, but not too much. I've never, so, I've never just one. used the word jiggle with two grown men more than I have right now. So other I'm not than, sure if I'm proud of that. Other than jiggle restriction, how, how is like story mode and stuff this year? Uh, no, the story mode's good. I like that they have, uh, like, you know, last year they started with that, and they have, like, the two stories... Um, and this year, like, the base story is, like, a CM Punk versus Sean Cena's feud, and then uh, the Shawn Michaels versus DX feud. But this year, they have DLC packs for that. Like, okay. they just released the whole Christian one more match storyline from a couple years ago. It's feud Randy Orton. Oh, so, so you uh, can watch that fizzle out and not ever really get a good completion? 
the way they do it in the game is pretty good. They use like the best moments from it. It unlocks like uh, attires and, and uh, different characters and all that kind of stuff. And uh, they have like an Ultimate Warrior one coming out soon. That's like the Path of the Warrior. That's like that's cool. Warrior's path to beating Hogan at, Hogan, at WrestleMania yeah. and all the way through. Uh, Papa Shango Wrestle- killing him. <laughs> no, it, it, it might because I know it goes all the way through to like his uh, the last match in the mode. I think is him versus Triple H at WrestleMania when he came back in '96 at WrestleMania 12. Oh, wow. WrestleMania 12, where he squashed him. Yeah. That's like the okay. last match in the mode, so it goes all the way to that. So I'm, that's I'm way curious. cool. That's not out yet. I can't wait to see how that comes out. It but uh, doesn't do when he showed up in WCW for Halloween Havoc. Uh, because I, I, how could they leave that out? Yeah, where Hogan you know, sets him on fire. Yeah, no, he puts. Wait a minute. I think the flash didn't the flash paper go off in Hogan's face yeah. instead. Yeah, that was the worst. I'm not. I'm sorry. Singed off, singed, uh, singed off his mustache and everything. Yeah. And, yeah, man. Uh, no, you'd think, but like, uh, it's weird because they have like a WCW pack with like Bam Bam Bigelow and stuff in it in the game. But hmm. I, I don't think that's part of the mode, unfortunately. I and mean, you'd think it would be because they have like NWO Hogan in the game and everything. Yeah, that would be great. Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, I can't remember what the other. Oh, the other pack is the Hall of Pain pack, where like you go through Mark Henry's career. But the the, the <laughs> negatives are like they took out too many things. <laughs> I would love to go through yeah. that the <laughs> sexual chocolate era. Oh my god. Right. I would stop at saying, I like to pretend that that's when Mark Henry's career stopped. <laughs> it's during sexual chocolate, because that's how I prefer to remember him. It's a good call. I don't know what that says about me, but... I love how when he's in the right cities, he'll get the big sexual chocolate chant. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, no, they just took away a lot of creative stuff. Like, you can't create a belt anymore. You can't create an arena anymore. can't even create a diva anymore. Yeah. The only thing you can create is or you can't add custom entrance music that you have on your Xbox hard drive. Really? Yeah. Huh. It took away a lot of cre- uh, creativity from the game. And you used to be able to have 100 creator wrestlers. Now you can only have 25. And alternate attires for already existing wrestlers in the game take up a creator wrestler spot, which is just, like, mind-blowing. Mm. Like, why would you do that? Yeah, you should definitely have enough creator wrestlers to do a Royal Rumble. Right. That's a good rule. Right, even on Next Gen, and especially in since uh, Universe Mode, you can create your own rosters. You know, like, last year I had the whole PWS roster because I had 100 creator wrestlers. Right. Or this year I can't because, you know, new attires for the former Shield members takes up three spots, and new attire for whoever else, you know, like Stardust, making Cody Stardust takes up a spot. And then I'm, after I had the NXT guys, I'm left with, like, 10 creator wrestler spots. I can't even build a roster. So they really kill the creativity, but the... The match function flows a little more realistically, so... You shouldn't, because, I mean, I remember uh, way back when, you remember WWF, like, Warzone? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, okay. I love Warzone. Uh, all I would do is, it was either that or Raw is War, I don't remember which one, uh, whichever one acclaimed it. Uh, I would spend hours upon hours just creating wrestlers. I don't even think I would put them in a match. I just liked creating the actual wrestler. I didn't want him to actually oh, yeah. wrestle. <laughs> right. I just needed to create a thing. just needed to create him. Like, you know, don't stifle me. Right. America. That's what I say about that. Darn Stifling it. your, uh, everyone who buys your game's creativity. It's, yeah. uh, that, that was like the, that's why the game got such bad ratings compared to other years, though. Because right. the gameplay Makes itself sense. is good, the modes are good, but they just took Water everything down. creative out of the game. That's a bummer. Yeah. How about you, Derek? What have you been playing? Uh, There's going to be a weird answer, but free sell. On your computer? No, on my, no, not on my computer. Actually, on my phone. I I went on a plane a while back, and I downloaded some games to play. Don't One you? of them was free sell. I have a point to this, please. Okay, I'm okay. excited. All right, and uh, the thing is, I don't know if I take free sell way too seriously. But if I lose, I don't like the stats to show a loss, eh. so I always delete them. But sometimes I'll get, like, several, like, games upon games of free sell, one in a row, and I'll be in a public place just waiting. Like, you ever have to just wait yeah. in a place playing it? 
and the people standing next to me will be there, and all of a sudden I'll just go, Gah! Like, and then they all think something really bad happened, and then I quickly leave the room. So that is what I've been playing. Honestly, that's all I've been playing. It's, I, it's an amazing game. Why would I accuse you of lying? You just gave me a weird look. I'm sorry. And I took exception. Okay. I, th- I bet you're really good at free sell. I'm really good. I'm better than you. Okay. Free sell. Moving on. What have you been playing, Noah? I went up to Red Bank, and uh, we went to Yestercades. I don't know if you guys have ever been to Yestercades. It's uh, 9 bucks for an arcade that's all free play, and it's all old-school video games. It is sounds awesome. Yeah, it was some of the most fun I've ever had because they also have, like, consoles set up, so we were playing, like, E.T. on an old Atari, on an old television. It was so fun. <laughs> and uh, if you head up there, uh, you might see my initials on the Burger Time machine. Just saying, I'm real awesome at Burger Time. <laughs> That's all I wanted to do was brag about Burger Time. We could end the show <laughs> right <Yeah>. now. <laughs> it was great. I now, little Burger Time. But it was really weird because they also had like remakes of old games. Like right. they had an updated graphics Paperboy. Really? But it was still Paperboy, but like it had extra like sounds and stuff in it. Wait, it was wait, were the graphics any better or was it No. Just, it was just, it was so just then, wait, different. so then what's updated about it? It was a reboot. It sounds like it was just a copy of Paperboy. Like instead of it being 8-bit, everything was a bit smoother. But, like, it still looked exactly like Paperboy. they got to reboot everything. This is the day and age we live in. Reboot Paperboy. They've also been doing really weird things with somebody. Like, somebody, I don't know if you guys know about this, probably do. Apparently, they made a first-person Pac-Man game. Yes. Where, and I, it was I a watched, Bud Light commercial in the Super Bowl. Oh, was it? Oh, yes, it was. That was the whole thing. <laughs> that was the game, yeah. I don't know. Dude, the three ghosts converging on that guy, like, I don't know if that's a word. Yeah. Uh, like, like... It reminds that, me of this nightmare I had once. Yeah, but that's the stuff dreams are... That, that is a nightmare for me, being forced into a Pac-Man machine no, and having I, to drink you, Bud Light. <laughs> have, have you played Have you played first-person Pac-Man? No. Uh, neither have I. But <laughs> I have watched people play it, and it's horrifying. And by the way, for no reason at all, they just put this scary music in the background. Yeah. As if it wasn't weird enough, they just decide to mess with your head and there's all this weird, scary music happening while, like, a pink ghost are in the corner. Yeah. So that, and you're not supposed to see that and freak out, but you do because of the music. I know what I'm doing when I get home. <laughs> so I'm going to play a little bit of this. And uh, that's actually going to do it for what you watch and what you read and what you play in. Uh, we end all of our shows with a game. Uh, this week, I brought an amazing prize. If you guys want to win this, I brought uh, the DC Superhero pop-up book. You've never seen DC superheroes unless they're in a pop-up book. <laughs> this is amazing. That's actually really cool. Yeah, it's spectacular. It's, it's too DC big people. for me to keep, but oh my God, it's the greatest pop-up book I've ever had. That's so cool. So that is what we're putting up. You can win this insane DC pop-up book. What did you bring, Graven? I brought this uh, old WWF Ministry of Darkness Undertaker action figure from the Attitude Era. I totally, I really want that because in my studio I have a Kane action figure and I want them to wrestle. (laughs) So I really want to win this. Well, yeah, and it's uh, one of the cooler Taker figures. He had really cool gear in the ministry. and uh, With the, uh, the goatee instead of the, yeah. Yeah, yeah, got rid of the stash, wore like the big gothic robes. Undertaker was scary in the ministry. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's, that's back when he took Stone Cold Steve Austin and decided to embalm him alive. Oh, yeah. yeah. Like, that was a real storyline they did. No, but did. he got, somebody interrupted it, and then Paul Bear was about to do it, but Austin stopped him. Yeah. They were good. I think they decided it was too good for him. 
and then they were going to bury him alive. I don't know. I don't the, one, know. the one this, Raw this ended This is one with, of the few times. I was still young enough for this to really make me, like, tense. I was <laughs> right. still young enough to think, oh, my God, Steve Austin's going to die. They're going to kill a guy. Right. And, yeah, man, I remember one Raw ended with them, like, crucifying Steve Austin in the entranceway. Yep, I remember that. And them just <laughs> lower, or raising him up into the sky. Yeah, and man. And I guess they just left and, him there. By the there. way, Austin's still screaming at them as Stone Cold Steve Austin. You kind of hear it where he goes, you son of a, like, from yeah, the thing. Yeah, yeah. He's still trashed on him to the point where Undertaker's about to do his eyes in the back of his head thing, turns around and looks at him for a second, like, shut up, yeah. and then looks back and does it. Yeah, <laughs> being crucified did not bother Austin. No. <laughs> he He's the only person Austin. tough enough. He's like, can't crucify me. Yeah. <laughs> That's my Stone Cold impression. So, it's so, really good. So, I want to end the show. So, to play host versus guest versus audience, we need an audience member, but they need to put up a prize as well for us to win since we're putting up the action figure and this amazing book. What did you guys bring this week? Oh, there's a guy with a wrapped present. There's a guy, there's a guy with a wrapped present. Does anybody else want to play? Anybody at all? No. All right. Come on up here. I'd give it up for yourself. <laughs> he didn't even leave his chair. <laughs> yeah, I think you got to turn that on, pal. Turn your mic on. What's up, guys? Oh, it is the former Plus Two Comedy Podcast champion. Yeah, oh, rub, it, rub it in. Yes, I am. That's what I'm doing. That's what I'm <laughs> trying to do. At least you got to be champion. Rub it yes, in exactly. and rub it out. Yeah. So, this week, mm. this is one of my favorite games. We haven't played it here yet. This game is called Higher Level. Oh, God. What I'm going to do is I'm going to list a bunch of questions. Don't say the answers out loud. What you want to do is figure out what all the answers have in common. All right? All right. That makes sense? Buzz in by saying your own name when you think you know what all the answers to the questions have in common. Here we go. Let me just fumble through some papers here. All right. Yep. Well, all right. Where is it? Got it. Okay, here we go. Game one. Don't look at I'm this. I'm not looking at That's it. exactly what you're trying no, to do. All right, here we go. It's not, though. Game one. Here it is. Again, don't say the answers out loud. Video game that uses the quote, wizard needs food. Phrase used when resigning. Subtitle for the reality show, Hoarders. Where vampires sleep. Derek. Yes, Derek. These are all types of wrestling matches. These are all types of wrestling matches. Very good, Derek. It was Gauntlet, uh, I Quit, Buried Alive, and Casket. Very good. Very good. Did you guys understand what happened? I got Gauntlet and then just lost it. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, you. I guess the Gauntlet's been thrown down now, huh? Am I right, America? Huh? There come the elbows again. There right you go. In. Yep, he's there big on go. those elbows. Uh, all right, that's one point. A bionic elbow. That's one point for Derek. Here we go. Number two, Craven. You get it, right? Yeah, oh, absolutely. All right, just making sure. <laughs> There's been people who haven't like all the way through the game. I don't understand mm. this game. Uh, I find that really difficult to believe. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, your games have such simple rules. I, I really, I feel like they do. Here, here's number two. Here we go. I know at least somebody. I'm going to say questions, so you should be quiet. You should do that. Type of Mac computer that fits in a vanilla envelope. Winnie the Pooh lives in the 100-acre blank. Barry Allen's super alter ego. The cousin of Hardcore Holly. 
Nestle's Chocolate Drink, Old School Arcade Game Blank Bobble, Get Out of the Kitchen If You Can't Handle This, War Movie Full Blank Jacket. Frank? Craven. Ooh, Frank was in there first by like a, a moment. Elements? Not looking for elements. Craven? I was actually going to say the same thing. Oh, well, it's a good thing that Frank buzzed in yeah. first. I'll read these one more time quickly. Ready? Uh, type of Mac that fits in a manila envelope. Uh, Winnie the Pooh lives in the 100-acre blank. Barry Allen's super alter ego. That's not an element. Uh, Cousin of Hardcore Holly Uh, Nestle's Chocolate Drink Old School Arcade Game Blank Bobble Get Out of the Kitchen If You Can't Handle This And War Movie Full Blank Jacket No guesses? Man, see I I actually got all of those But I'm trying to find the correlation Do, do Do we lose points if we guess? If you guess you can't Get it right. If you're wrong, you, you don't I get points. I can't go again. No, you right. can't go you again. You guys are still open. Uh, uh, well, geez. Because, yeah, I got them, but what's the... You got all of them? I got most of them. Okay, but well, still, that should be enough data. To okay, well, then, this, is what, this is how we settle this, then, if, if no one can see the connection. How many do you think you can get right if I read them to you? Uh, all but one. S- seven. Seven? Yeah, I was... I was de- Deciding which number to say that started with S. <laughs> Craven, do you think you can do all eight? All but one, I think I can do. All right, uh, Derek, I'm gonna I'm gonna read these to you. Okay. You can say the answers to them. If you get all seven, I'll give you a point. Okay. And uh, if you figure out the connection any way in the middle of this, you can say it and still steal the point. Ready? Okay. What's the type of Mac computer that fits a Manila envelope? Air. Correct. Uh, Winnie the Pooh lives in the hundred acre. Wood. Correct. Barry Allen's alter ego is Flash. Yes, uh, the country, the cousin of Hardcore Holly is Crash. Yes, Nestle's chocolate drink. Nesquik. Close enough. Yeah. Uh, old school game blank bobble. Ooh, I don't know. That's the one I don't know either. Okay. Uh, get out of the kitchen if you can't handle this. The heat. And war movie full blank jacket. Metal. Does anyone know what the connection is? Bubble. No, no, no. The last one's bubble. And these are all the robot masters from Mega Man 2. Oh, holy. Oh, oh, <laughs> Look, man, even for me, that was that was really obscure. Yeah, man. That you was stumped. A, that Mega, like, that Mega was, Man 2. Look, honestly, that wasn't even Mega Man X. You know the, what I mean? Yeah, that's because Mega Man X is all like Chill Penguin and stuff. And I can't. <laughs> chill Penguin. I can't just say no, he's a boss. Really all right, no, it's fine. I mean, it, obviously, it was a good question. It yeah. stumped everybody. So. All right, he stumped wow. the entire comic shop. <laughs> full of nerds. You should make that these wasn't... games you versus everybody. <laughs> I, you would never lose. I, I needed to step up on my Mega Man Two. Uh, <laughs> so did, I, did I get the point for that? Uh, yes, you did. Okay. Yes, I will say that uh, just real quick for the internet and for for the people who care, which is just Frank. Uh, technically, I qualified for the tournament of championships, and I never got to be in it. Just saying. You host all the games. I know, it's a bummer. All right, here, here comes the next question. Here we go. Uh, That's like Vince McMahon's like, why wasn't I? Here comes the next question. Here we go. How you get into a Slim Jim. Type of submarine the Beatles live in. Red Hot Chili Peppers double album blank Arcadium. 
Roman numeral for 10. Frank. Yes. Pokemon games. These are all Pokemon <laughs> games. Snap, yellow, stadium, X. When what did you I tell you about the Pokemon? The X scared me. On the show? When you said snap and you started to talk about submarines, so they were going to talk about something with a German submarine, and I thought it was going to be type of suplexes. I got real excited. <laughs> <laughs> and then it just wasn't. And wait, I was like, I have oh. to say something, dude. There's you're no really, yellow suplex. Wait a minute. You, you, you really. <laughs> got him with the yellow suplex. <laughs> you really did take a huge leap there, dude. I really did. That's a bold conclusion to jump to. I heard submarine, snap. German, super, it's suplexes. I right. really thought it was going to be suplexes. <laughs> I'm going to save that one for later. I'm going to name something suplexes. the yellow suplex. <laughs> I'd love to see the yellow suplex. He got him with the yellow suplex. <laughs> All right, here's the next one. Uh, the protagonist of Portal. Uh, the type of stand there's always money in. The name of the little girl from Monsters, Inc. What Zeus throws. Frank. Yes, Frank. Mario Kart weapons. These are all Mario Kart weapons. <laughs> Get it, Shell? Frank, it's take spelled, it easy. It's right? spelled differently. Frank, take it easy. We are but. getting out-nerded, man. <laughs> Straight up out-nerded. I don't know why we let Frank play these games. Because he brought a present, apparently. A mystery box. Oh, yeah. Good the job bringing box. that present there, Frank. Way to go, buddy. You guys ready for the next one? Here we go. Oh, sure. All right. Uh... Type of dryer sheet. You know all those different types of dryer sheets. Uh, what Bruce Springsteen is in love with. Jason's ship. Uh, Philly's former minor minor league hockey Derek. team. <laughs> yes. Uh, these are all... Um, these are all... Uh, 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 oh, Jesus. Uh, uh, ben Affleck. These are all... Uh, ben Affleck uh, flicks. These are all Ben Affleck movies. That is correct. It was Bounce, Jersey Girl, Argo, and Phantoms. That means Derek Badichek is our winner. Oh. Bravo. Oh, guess who's coming back in the tournament this year? Well, I got, good, I got good news for you, Derek. No one was here to see it. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't happen. This is the first time someone's won to no applause. <laughs> that's That's like a metaphor for my life, so I'm okay with it. <laughs> Winning to no applause, but it's it's that you know. So you have to do something good for you know people, and you have to you know, and you just thank you everybody. <laughs> Derek's you, taking you, his prizes. He's so happy. Now Kane gets a tag team part. Yeah, I know, right? I can do Brothers of Destruction. Are they in studio. cahoots? Are they in cahoots? You know, uh, only uh, I remember mankind getting upset, diving out on a stretcher and smashing his head into a post because he was so upset they were in cahoots. Yes, that, I believe him. that was in Philly. When he rode down the ramp. Give it up for Frank. Frank, give it up for yourself for being up here. Yay, Frank. Yeah. yeah. Craven, we got to get out of here. Anything you want to plug? I mean, really, uh, we, we pretty much covered uh, anything I'd want to plug, man. Live, I know, uh, but people don't understand this. It's the end of the show, so people are going to be like, well, now that the show's over, right. that I'm listening to on the internet, I should probably go to a different website. Oh, absolutely, What website man. do you want to direct them to? You need to go to ProWrestlingSyndicate.com, check out the card for February 21st, live from the ROA Rec Center. You can go to Craven Varro on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. I'm super entertaining. I promise you'll get some chuckles. Uh, <laughs> Ooh, chuckles. <laughs> like chuckles. Uh, or you can check out my website at craven-varro.com. Excellent. 
Derek, anything to add? Oh, yeah. Uh, Breaking Batacek, uh, you can catch that every Friday, CircularLogicStudios.com, iTunes, uh, Stitcher Radio. You can also go to TheCrapulent.com, catch my blogs. I think I'm going to be hosting their thing soon also, uh, so go to those things. I'll leave five-star review, tell your friends, share. And uh, Noah's been on a bunch of times, so that's always good. Yeah, thank you. Okay. Uh, be sure to give this five-star re- uh, review on iTunes and also give us a five-star review on Stitcher. It really helps with the algorithm and helps the show, so please be sure to do that. You can also make us the podcast of the month on podcastland.com. Uh, upcoming shows, uh, next week we are going to have Mike LeCision. He's the creator of Life in 8 Bits here on the show. That's going to be February 19th. Hey, that's my birthday, just so you guys know. Uh, so be sure to come here for that at 8 o'clock here at Adventureland. Also here at Adventureland, they play Hero Click every Friday, so be sure to come down for that and be part of the $500 tournament on Free Comic Book Day. Also, Ryback's going to be here on March 5th, so if you want to see Ryback March, go to the 8th. Inf- or March 8th, thank you, I screwed that up. No on March 8th, Ryback's going to be here, so if you want to see Ryback, be sure to check him out. You can get the information on AdventurelandStore.com we you would... can buy him, buy him lunch in the food court, and he'll be like, "Feed me more." Yes, huh? Right, right, America, right. I don't, I don't think the food court's actually going to be open oh, by the time Jesus. he's. Here. Okay. <laughs> don't go, Derek. Give me a birthday present. I, you know, I will open it during show. Why not? Let's yeah, see. Yeah, go ahead. What, what did What did Derek get me? This good. This good. Yeah, audio. You really wrapped it. It's oh, it's a oh, it's a Walking Dead figurine. It's a little wind-up governor. Your favorite oh. show. Awesome. All right. So I'm gonna need that back. Oh, no, he's taking it back from me. It was just a bit. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna smash it for my birthday present. No, 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 no. I'm not that good of a friend. <laughs> All right. We'd like to thank Ben Affleck and his dishonest chin for making the show possible and keeping the streets of Gotham City safe. This has been the Plus Two County Podcast. Thank you so much. Woo! Woo! Oh, there's people here.